Welcome to Frankly Nerdy, the podcast where we frankly talk about everything nerdy that I enjoy in my life. This week we're going to be talking about the new-ish movie, The Joker, and I have two guests with me today. My first guest, Drew, say hello. What's going on? And my other guest is Phil. Hello everybody, happy to be here, Frank. Glad you're here. Um, so before we start off, I just want to get general thoughts on the movie from you guys. Um, not too deep into detail, just general what you felt, the vibe you got from the movie. Did you like it or not? Non-spoilers? I mean, you don't... This whole podcast is going to be spoilers, so spoiler alert from the beginning. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, see the movie first. If you don't care about spoilers, you can listen to the podcast and then see the movie afterwards. Um, Drew, if you would like to start yeah, off with I'll just kick it off. opinions. Uh, not going to get into spoilers right now, but uh, you know, my general takeaway from the movie, I really liked it. I was thinking, you know, oh, my score would be out of 10. I would say 8.7. That's pretty strong for me. That's pretty nice. Um, I really liked the dark tones of the movie. It felt gritty. It felt real. Um, and it had a really, I think, powerful message at the end. And, uh, you know, you walk out of that movie and you think about it for a couple of days, and that's, that's the tones of a good movie right there. Yeah. That's kind of how I was feeling, too. I mean, letting it marinate for a few days now. I mean, we saw it all together last week. Yeah. It's been about four days, and when I left the movie theater, I was thinking, you know, that was a really good movie. Uh, walking into it, I was not sure what to expect based on all the reviews from, you know, the news and friends that have seen it already, but now sitting here, I feel like it's one of the best movies I've seen in, like, five years, uh, just because I've had a chance to digest it and... You know, I'm, I'm left, like, wanting more. I've been Googling all week, like, different scenes to try to see if they're available just so I could watch them for fun. Yeah. I've been doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do that, too, just to have clips in the podcast, actually. Um, I would agree, yeah, the, the gritty, the real, I think it kind of takes a... It kind of follows with how Batman was before uh, the Affleck Batman. I think that kind of put a little tarnish on it, but the Christian Bale Batman was in that gritty reality, and I thought it kind of... It basically took... You could picture this movie taking place in that Batman's world, and I kind of like that where they didn't go crazy off the rails with something different. Um, so I guess we can just jump into the rundown of the movie. Um, it starts off, I want to just ask the question first, did you feel bad for this guy Like at any point? Because at the beginning, I think I had one feeling, and then towards the end, I kind of my feelings towards him kind of changed a little bit. Um, but I would say at the beginning, I felt like kind of like I almost wanted to cry for him. Like I felt terrible. He was like, like when he was being bullied, I was like actually like kind of sad, and I was like, God damn, like why isn't someone helping this guy? Yeah, he's did so you guys helpless. get that vibe at first, or and did it change, or did it stay? And we can touch on that at the end, how you felt at the end. But at the beginning, did you guys feel sympathy for the man? I definitely felt bad for him. I'm trying to think if, I mean, throughout the movie, I felt pretty bad for him. I mean, he got pushed so hard by all these people. His little monologue on the on the night show, that was pretty strong. Um, yeah. So you do feel for the guy. Obviously, he took uh, to a little extreme with the killings and everything, but I'm not sure if I, like, towards the end, I still felt bad for him, so. I, I, I definitely, I mean, they did a perfect job of setting up uh, a complete, you know, sob story. I mean, he's, yeah. he works as a, as a clown, <laughs> which, you know, I know it's like kind of a 
altered reality Gotham, yeah. but still like working as a clown is ridiculous. And <laughs> like that's your full time job. No offense to clown. No, no, <laughs> but like this it's most clowns, profession. it's kind of like a side gig. And yeah, this yeah. is like his full time role. They have like lockers, like it's a real you know, deal. <laughs> it was like but, they were strippers on yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So that itself is sad. Then he gets his ass kicked by people while dressed as a clown. Then it brings him like ten year olds. Ten year olds brings him home to his terrible. sick mother in, in a poor apartment. I mean, they laid out all the the you know, dressing for, for a terrible life. So I did feel bad for him. And I, just like all the other anti-hero shows and movies lately, found myself cheering for him. Like, talk about the killings. I was cheering for him during those parts. So yeah. they did yeah. a good job on me. Like, it worked on me. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you're rooting for him. Because I, I kind of was. Yeah, uh, I wasn't, but... Yeah, just because... I definitely rooted for him on the train or on the trolley, whatever, or yeah. the subway, whatever it was. Yeah. Cause like those guys were just dicks. Cause <laughs> you already kind of saw that with the guys who take his sign. Like you saw him be bullied and not do mm-hmm. anything. And you were kind of like looking for him to get back at a bully. And that's what those guys on the train were kind of doing. They were starting to bully him for no fucking reason. <laughs> like just cause he's clearly not yeah. sane. Unhealthy. And like the fact that they would bully him, um, you know, Nowadays, apparently, I did look up. It's supposed to take place in 1981. From they show a scene where he's standing in front of a marquee of a movie theater, and all the movies listed are from 1981. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was like 70s. So I guess it was close enough. But um, I still feel like back then, just bullying someone who's mentally ill is kind of <laughs> fucked up. Like yeah. nowadays, it's like in culture where yeah. you're not supposed to bully. But back then, I feel like especially there were three like rich dudes like come on like you have everything to lose right now yeah um maybe not in gotham city but i did think they didn't didn't necessarily deserve to be murdered (laughs) but but yes i did feel bad for him like you know like i felt terrible for him so i don't know if i was cheering for him at that point because (laughs) when he walks off the trolley well like up until that point it would just been like it was a slow crescendo of like just eating shit and you could tell like it's got the boiling point is going to hit yeah and i think maybe i was cheering for him at that point because i finally wanted to see that yeah um and then it just kind of goes from there (laughs) like he he really starts to enjoy Mm -hmm. it but that's you know the there the killing at the end with robert de niro i probably almost threw up like i didn't really think that that was going to happen yeah and so and i didn't see he's not a guy yeah yeah like i was thinking it may happen but i didn't actually think they would do it whereas like the the random losers on the subway like yeah i was cheering for that so it was weird like different killings had different uh reactions for me the guys on the subway i kind of forgot he had a gun so that kind of surprised me it definitely did yeah it surprised me it was like they kind of gave him the gun and you're like "Ah, he might do the bullies on the street with that and then he fucking just blows the dude's head off um and then when he walks off the trial train that's where i was kind of like oh like damn dude like he's following a dude and just executing him like that's where like i was like okay maybe this guy (laughs) yeah you guys shouldn't feel as bad but i mean the dude's been fucked his whole life um, he finds out a ton of shit, which we'll probably get into. Um, do you want to talk about the... I guess we'll bounce back and forth with his whole story, but they introduce a huge character, which is like the Wayne family, or characters, Thomas Wayne, um, and then eventually you see Bruce. Uh, 
which I know we talked about before the movie and we weren't sure if it would be in there and then it was basically the plot of the movie. Yeah. Andrew, so. Andrew and I thought that there might be a sign for... <laughs> yeah, like a Wayne Enterprise, Enterprise sign in the background. Wayne Enterprise toothbrush in the background. <laughs> that would be the max. Frank yeah. had it uh, pinned he, on the nose. They were The whole family was a huge part, which I, I guess in some ways you kind of expect. It. They're either going to be in it or they're not. And they were in it, in it. Um, and at one point they do allude to, and I think you brought this up, um, where uh, Arthur Fleck, the Joker, is supposed to be Thomas Wayne's son. And I like kind of cringed at that moment. I was like, please yeah, don't go yeah, down that path. Yeah. I think you said that too. You were yeah. kind of like, don't take it that direction. As soon as they introduced Thomas Wayne, honestly, I was like, oh, please don't fuck this up. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. But they didn't, which was nice. No, they did. Awesome. Um, and <laughs> I think you also said, how long would you let a strange man keep his fingers in your mouth at the age of like eight <laughs> You years as old? a child, yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, like, I feel like Andrew would let that go long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andrew seems like the kind of guy who likes... Strange, unkempt fingers in his mouth. <laughs> Touching Bruce Wayne's face. and Like, where the hell is Alfred? Like, <laughs> yeah, and was that Alfred? I was assuming that, yeah, that, that was Alfred. Alfred. I mean, he had a British accent. He took right? his fat yeah. ass yes. long enough to get there. It's ridiculous. Not the Alfred I know. He'd be there. Yeah. In the bat suit. Not the Michael Caine Alfred. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, other moments. Do you have any other filler moments, I guess, for the first beginning scene that you want to bring up that maybe you liked or didn't like or found weird? I mean, and then we can move on to the second section, but th- there's there's one thing that I'll probably come back to okay. later. So I mean, I don't know if you had anything else. Um, I have some big scenes. That we're, gonna, we're probably gonna get I mean, to those, we didn't but start banging into whatever. I would just say, like going back just to the subway going. scene, the the moment you'd said like you kind of forgot he had a gun. And yeah, he, he blows his head off pretty much. Yeah, that was. A tip like it's just a turning point for me in general because it was the first time like i'm not used to seeing people in that comic book world being mm-hmm. murdered yeah and yeah that's where it was like pretty cool to just oh holy shit like this is real deal now and then like you said he gets off and executes someone like this is not the batman type movie the gotham city movies that i'm used to so it was like okay like let me let me buckle in here um that was a real turning point for for me watching the movie and obviously in the movie itself but it was just uh kind of takes yeah, you back i think for the same thing for me um i didn't really know much going into this uh i knew it was rated r but wasn't expecting that i think i audibly said like oh shit in the theater when he did yeah, that i think i did too. I, yeah it was just like so surprised but it was cool to see in a superhero well not superhero but superhero um type movie yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah, like cool. comic book origin um i guess real quick on that um, I don't know of many origin stories, but I would say this is probably the best comic book or I mean, Deadpool, I would say, is a really good one. Um, I enjoyed Deadpool. I've never seen that, it. Oh, dude, that, I'm not a big movie. Marvel movie guy. It's probably one of the best Marvel movies, just because it is Raider R also. Mm. And they kind of, they play with that a lot. Um, this, I don't know what else. I mean, obviously all the other superheroes, but I'm saying like anti-heroes, like this is, this could be a trend, Venom. I didn't love Venom, but yeah, it's like the coming, trend they're yeah. doing is like these anti-hero. Um, so that's just the three off the top of my head. But I would say this one kind of takes it to a new realm of reality, which mm-hmm. is kind of creepy at the same time because it did feel kind of too real at times. But I would hope that this was the best in most people's eyes because yeah. there's so much to work with from the Joker. Like, yeah. 
society knows Joker. Like everyone knows Joker. Yeah. Whereas like you're going to run into some people who don't really probably follow Spider-Man and understand who Venom is and, you know, probably care. So Joker itself is just a household name. So there's a lot more to work with and I'm glad that they didn't screw it up. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Um, how about when he's bathing his mom? <laughs> awkward. Yeah, it's awkward. Was I was cringing. Okay, so here's what I thought of immediately was like, did you ever see the movie Psycho? Like Norman Bates, like how he's like ancestrally obsessed with his mom. Yeah, like yeah. That's kind of like the picture I got from just that scene alone. I mean, his whole relationship with his mom was kind of like a Norman Bates, Norma Bates Like dancing with her in the one scene. Like, yeah, it was kind of weird. When yeah. he's happy bathing her he watch he comes home makes sure she has dinner watches tv with her it goes beyond just taking care of like your disabled mother it becomes like incestuous and creepy and yeah i thought psycho right away and maybe it wasn't nod to it i couldn't find anything about that but i think that's a perfect take. it was kind of interesting um and i then, i thought sorry i, no, I go. going into it i had heard so many things from people outside like this movie's disturbing. Like this, this has so many like messed up tendencies and, and people were walking out of the theater and all this. And I kept waiting for the part that's going to like make me completely like uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was nervous that like, that was going to be the part. Like we're going to see them like both naked. (laughs) Like this is the part, but that part never came. No. Yeah. So that's what, like if there's anybody out there that was like scared to see this movie, because they think that they're going to, you know, throw up or something then this is just simply that's not true no so i was glad that that wasn't the scene yeah (laughs) just gore really was the only right i think just how real was like it was very real and i think it was just the the realness yeah kind of makes you uncomfortable yeah yeah Yeah, that's the part yeah like it was too real which did make me feel uncomfortable but it was like the joker i think honestly like if they did it as Joe Nobody on yeah. the street of mm-hmm. New York, they would never be able to release this fucking yeah, thing. True. It would went right to like streaming. They would have probably got so much shit, but because it is Joker, I feel like they kind of made a smart move. Yeah. And they still got shit though. Who did? Like they still got shit for Oh yeah. They, it. they didn't want it released. Yeah. And then I guess on that note too, they got shit because I was looking up the Gary Glitter fucking <laughs> song. Apparently he's a convicted pedophile and they're getting shit for that because they were like <laughs> worried he's getting money in jail from it. <laughs> which is like i mean i get it yeah you don't want to give a criminal money but it's like that song's like yeah, i mean american history unfortunately whether you like it or not it's definitely still being played it's like somewhere the, in the nhl yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah like it's like the principal from ferris bueller's a pedophile too but that movie's still yeah fantastic beetlejuice you know um <laughs> but yeah um i guess just going off with music is this the best dancing you've ever seen in a movie? <laughs> I, I, I'm comparing it to Willem Dafoe trying to solve crimes in Boondock Saints. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where he's, he's, he's just flowing. Flow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen first. clips of you dancing. My sister sent me clips of Phil dancing, so I know he's been... I'm obsessed with it. I was group. in the shower today, and uh, <laughs> I must have queued up the song. What, what's it called again? The Hey Song? Rock and Roll Part Rock two. and Roll Part 2. Yeah. I was in the shower, like, doing the kicking and shit. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, infectious. I don't know. That I mean, that scene, I, I just need that scene yeah. injected into my yeah. veins. Yeah, you were saying... You <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to find that scene specifically it's after impossible. I couldn't find it. I'm going to add it to my power hour, like, instantly, as soon as it's ready <laughs> Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's that's actually a great scene for Power Hour, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, that scene was like... <laughs> that's when I started to cheer for him again yeah, for a yeah. minute. 
like you forget like the shit he did and you're like god damn this dude's smooth like this psychopath is smooth as fuck right now about to do something yeah it really does um i guess since we're talking about that dance scene where he comes up on the steps what the fuck were those cops doing yelling yelling at him from the top of the tallest set of stairs in new york city did they like expect him to stop and and like do what they told him like why didn't they come down a couple steps and then yell at him like he had all the time in the world to run away from these dudes <laughs> yeah i didn't love that i was part. like what the fuck are you guys doing? that they were even there yeah they, like why were they like, yeah, yeah that know. was a little strange um that's like the only gripe i probably have about the movie like the, the most vulnerable somebody would be is when they're in the middle of a full fledged <laughs> exactly. dance just sneak up on them <laughs> like he definitely wasn't even listening to his surroundings because they probably yelled like a bunch of times until he like snapped out of the the music was like his reality for a moment. So I have like a big thing that I've been thinking about mm-hmm. in regards to the dancing in this whole movie. Yeah, and so we haven't dropped the bomb yet about the fact that like throughout the movie he's just hallucinating yeah, certain things. Mm-hmm. Next, yeah. yeah, but um, there's a scene where after he kill he basically we talked about it earlier he executes a guy on the subway or yeah. just out of the subway. He runs home into some like public bathroom. And in that yeah. bathroom, he executes what to me, I'm not a dance expert, <laughs> looks to be like a very technical dance. Like Joaquin Phoenix definitely spent time with some sort of like ballet yeah. slash yeah, instructor. Like classical ballet. And that was like perfect. So part of me is thing like I need to see this movie again because I, I want to go back and look at that scene again to see is that him imagining how he's dancing and then on mm. the stairs Damn. everything's like unraveling and he thinks he's dancing very technically but instead he's coming off as a complete huh. asshole lunatic. lunatic. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that is like. I, I can't get over that. That's why, like, I'm oh, about to dude. go back to. But the you'll movies. never know, right? Like, no, you'll never know. Oh, it's a, it's up a, for interpretation. That's a good I just want to go back and see if that bathroom scene is as technical as I imagine, because it's a lot the, of the, the music, wavy hands, yeah. right? And like, like, like touch, yeah. like points, like grabbing, and, and very it's strange, like, like Russian ballet. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. what you would expect, like an insane person to kind of dance like, though, too. Because then he does, like, <laughs> the pelvic thrusts. Well, or is that on the stairs, like, on the stairs he's trying to do that, but it's all discombobulated. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so you're saying it was, like, smoother, more very elegant smooth, in the Very smooth, very elegant. Oh, okay. And huh. I'm wondering if that's... I want to go that's back and see if it actually like was yeah, as smooth as I thought. Now, I like too. that, because that ties into when he's at the comedy club, and oh, he's yeah, just, yeah, like, so he can't even get a word out, and, like, that's reality. Like, that's actually what's happening. And then... yeah. Like he starts to kill it, and people are laugh- there's like a laugh track yeah. in the background. Yeah. So like that ties in with the delusional, and then like reality. Yeah, so you're thing. probably right about that dancing because yeah. I didn't put that together, but that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess we should go into his like fantasies. Um, just to kind of go along with the story. I know we're jumping around a lot, but it's just kind of shit that's popping into my head. Um, so he meets his neighbor from down the hall. Um, I don't remember her name in the movie. But it's just Zazie beans yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. Zazie. So the woman, he meets her in the elevator, and, you know, they're both having a long day, and she does a gesture to her head, like, blowing her brains out, and then he's kind of, like, laughing, and then he calls her name. I don't even know if this is reality. I assume this is the only reality he exchanges with her. Um, 
but he calls her name and she turns around and then he does the gesture also but embellishes it and looks fucking insane <laughs> especially in front of her child in front of a child yeah, yeah. um but then they proceed to um get together and i forget what what led to him barging into her apartment and making out with her after he killed the guys right uh it was after, i think it was, it was right like, after guys, like after life at that point <laughs> so he killed the three yeah. guys and then he's like weird and bloody and painted up and he breaks into her not he knocks at the door walks in and starts making out with her and then their relationship ship starts from there um and she's with him for the, the whole movie the rest of the movie yeah. yeah they're like together um and i guess we should just say they're not together at all it's for all, any part mm, of the movie it's all in his head that's another part Which i didn't insane. love about this movie okay i i got what they were trying to do like it makes sense yeah but i just i don't know i just wasn't into the whole fake girlfriend part see i loved it what do you think I mean, the whole time I'm watching it, I think I said to you after the movie, I was thinking of a bunch of jokes to make about a woman who would enter a relationship with someone like that. Yeah. Like, you have to be more mentally unstable than he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it made me happy that eventually it ended up... Like, I was holding out hope that it was fake. Um and I was happy that it ended up being fake because if you had to kind of explain to someone on the street, like, yeah, he had a girlfriend. <laughs> what? Yeah. Did you think That's she was going to be like the Harley Quinn character? That's what I thought at first. That didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, like yeah. the whole time I was in. Like, I didn't think of her too much. I just kind of thought, like, she liked, she wanted a man in her life that bad, like, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, almost like she's on hard times, he's on hard times, and they kind of just met in this crazy world like i didn't think about it and i forget what part like right before the reveal i was like oh dude this chick's not real and it was like then the next scene's like the yeah, reveal yeah. and i was like god damn like i wish i <laughs> i saw it sooner because i would have felt cooler but i didn't catch it till like almost the very end of um that and they reveal it crazy because he like goes into her apartment and oh, sits yeah. on the couch. That was creepy, yeah. It that was so creepy because like good. you're thinking like, oh, he's gonna go to her. Like if you if you bought into it, you think he's going there to, you know, speak his feelings and like get consoled and maybe a hug and a, a meal, whatever. Um, and then she walks into the room. She's like, "What are you doing here? Like get out of here!" And he looks fucking insane. He's like, "I have." I had a long day or a hard day. It's <laughs> it's all, like, he got rained on. He's like, he's like all my, wet. My, she's like, my kid's in the other room. And then, okay, so let's talk about this. Then you see him leave. No blood or anything, but does he kill her? I feel like maybe, and they don't want to say because it it's a kid, and that's why they didn't show anything. Or do you think he just left her because he loves her and she's fine now? I think he left her. Kind of the same with the uh, the midget guy. <laughs> Because <laughs> like, he like yeah we'll get into that in a little bit but we'll get to that next I guess I mean he liked her enough to like have these fake imaginary yeah. dates and stuff so I think we'll he he so. would just leave yeah I, I feel like they they let her go um, because at the very end I mean there's a similar scene and you can mm-hmm. tell that he killed her mm-hmm. so if you're True. if you're thinking that they spare I don't think this is a movie that is holding back. True. Like, if they wanted the, us to know that he killed her, true, I think we would true. know. And, but, and if people complain that there was a kid or maybe he killed a kid too, I think they would have said, fuck it. Like, well, deal with it. And that's the only thing. But So the kid is the reason why I think they didn't allude to it. But then they do show you straight up he's not killing the midget. Yeah. Or sorry, little person. He doesn't <laughs> kill the little person. 
and they show you that and they make sure you know that they could have cut away they could have done something i mean they did it for a reason because he was the only guy that was nice to him so i guess let's get to that scene the uh one of the clowns gives arthur a gun that's how he kills the people on the subway that's how he gets fired from his job because he brings the gun to like a hospital he, like yeah, that was he a great a scene too that, that was, was a funny. funny scene he's like dancing for sick kids in the yeah. hospital and his gun. face when the gun fell is so funny <laughs> he, like, made, he, a, he, he made a clown a noise and he like scrambles <laughs> over stayed in yeah. shoes. <laughs> he's like slipping as he's running <laughs> he picks up the gun he's like tell him be quiet the doctors are like the nurses are like what the fuck um so he gets fired so he invites that clown guy um, and the midget, or he doesn't invite them. His, yeah, they just stop. His mom over, passes yeah, away, yeah. right? That's how, why they come over. They stop by to like give condolences and they bring wine. And this is after We're all over. I'm, it, it, I'm, I'm not yeah, leading this very well, but it's after we find out the girlfriend's fake. Like he's painting oh, shit, his so fake. This is pretty. Yeah, you're right. Like shit is now. It, it's at its highest peak. Yeah, it's peaking. Yeah, he's and hitting. you feel like. Something is now happening. It's going to be He's painting heavy. his face. He's getting ready to go on the, the show. And then they show up. And, I mean, that's when that's when the scale tips completely. Yeah. And, yeah, so he kills the one guy who gave him the gun, who basically <laughs> fucked him over. He set him up, basically, right? He like, he knew he was setting yeah. him up because he knew he was crazy. He didn't want to be around him. Um, so he fucking kills him. Brutally. That was a brutal Brutal. one. I was like, oh, that was another one where I said, oh, shit. Like, you knew it was coming because he had the tool already, and you knew he was doing something with it, and then... What was it, scissors? Scissors, yeah. Yeah, he just shanks him in the neck. And then bangs his head on the wall. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, like, banging his head. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. The blood's, like, squirting on his face, and that was, yeah. Um, and then the little person runs to the corner, and he's like, scared but like i kind of knew he wasn't gonna kill him right like I was hoping it was just didn't. too too much if yeah, he would have done that there was a when i uh, <laughs> when he man. goes to the door and he's trying to open it he can't reach the <laughs> lock, reach the lock. I, I remember thinking like oh shit like, like he's gonna he piss, him yeah, yeah, he yeah, like, piss him off yeah he had your chance you're gonna make him get up and unlock the door for you and as he walked by him to get to the door he like lunged at him i don't know why that's funny because he's I, I, I knew it was crazy, but why'd he do that if he's he like... He was trying to scare him. Josh, just <laughs> he was messing like, around he was like, like, like old pals. He was like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, you can go. So the little person walks by, Joker's sitting on the floor, and as the little person crosses his path, he goes like, and like jumps out the It's like at a, if you're walking through a haunted house yeah. thing. Like, that's what he looked exactly like. Exactly what so it was. Funny. Oh, man, that's a great scene. The, 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 the little person is Irish, mm-hmm. and that's when you can tell like shit's completely off the rails because... After he brutally murders their friend, <laughs> he just starts talking Irish accent to yeah. him. Like, crazy day, isn't it? And he's <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing, Arthur? He's just trying to live. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Call me crazy, though. I think, I mean, this is, this is a, you know, stretch. But I consider that guy who died, that's Darwinism. Because he walks in and says to him, hey, we came, we heard about your mom, you know, really sorry about that. What are you doing? And he's dressed as a clown. Said, you get a new gig? No, I'm celebrating. Mm-hmm. You're celebrating the death of your mother? Get the fuck out of the room. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got what? Don't you got to see the signs. Don't go to Read the place. The yeah, yeah. guys. <laughs> don't walk in. So, ever. Like, you know he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know like, he. You know he probably killed those guys on the subway. And he's yeah. a loose cannon. Yeah. Like, put two and two together. Now, yeah. they are clowns, so. <laughs> they are. That is their profession by day. Um. Yeah, because I was thinking the whole time, I was like, the dude he does kill is 
huge. Like, he would beat the shit out of Joker, realistically, minus the craziness, but he could take him down. So Mm. the fact that he had to take advantage and just catch him off guard, but why would you ever let your guard down around, like, a lunatic who's dressed like a clown after his mom dies? You're absolutely right on that. Like, that's insane. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good take. I'm with you. That's insane, dude. That's insane. Um... (laughs) Uh, another part, I guess it's kind of a little bit back before this, because this is kind of what really sets him off in the madness is when he finds out he's adopted. I think that really fucked with him really hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, cause his mom said he was the son of Thomas Wayne. So he, he, uh, confronts Thomas Wayne. He says, your mom's crazy, etc." He goes to the, uh, Arkham Asylum. I think it was Arkham Asylum. Uh, Looks up the file. He steals the file off the dude. <laughs> that was wrong. a funny scene altogether. It, yeah, it was, was because the the guy behind the desk knew he was adopted. And he was like, "Fuck, dude, I can't let this dude know this." And so Arthur just grabs the file through like, the cage. Bangs his head on the thing. Yeah. I was like, "How do you how do you like, overpower this man?" <laughs> Runs down a couple flights of steps. Reads, finds out he's adopted. I think that really kind of. I think that was like the the real set into his madness, right? Because I mean, he did killing. He was already crazy, but like to to let him know that nothing in his life up until that point was real, like nothing, it it, it wiped away all that. So he had no attachment to his mother anymore. Mm-hmm. He had no father from the beginning. Like he had nothing to hold on to as like a home base. And I think that's kind of where he was just like fucking yeah. Like this is it. Like the one person he loved was lying to him his whole life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's. I think every death. So to this point that we've gotten to in the story, like has a, it's an anchoring part of the movie. True. So the, the subway deaths, that's when he kind of like has like a release, like, oh, wow, like I can do this. Yeah. I can't and it feels bullied. pretty yeah. good, but I don't know how to handle it. True. Then the next death is he finds out that his mother abused him. And that scene, I think, is probably the most bizarre scene of you know the somebody dying in the movie because he's literally sitting in the hospital room with her talking to her with his Mm. legs crossed Mm. and as he's slowly talking to her he just calmly picks up the pillow from behind her head and suffocates her as he's keeping the same you know cadence in his voice and everything his sentences were you know not jagged or anything just a smooth conversation and that was like clearly okay now this is, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's now unleashed. Yeah. Yeah. And and then we the, the death that we just talked about really puts an exclamation point on that. Yeah. So up until that point, yeah. And then right after that is kind of when they the clowns come over. He does that murder. Um, do you think it's weird? So there, uh, Robert De Niro's role in the movie is he's basically like a Jay Leno, Johnny Carson uh, TV late night host. Arthur idolizes him. Arthur and his mom idolize him together. He's like a father figure. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, because he has that one scene where he imagines him Mm -hmm. saying, if I wish you were my son, basically. Um, They get the video of him at the comedy club, and Robert De Niro basically shits on him, makes fun of him, and that was another break. Like He's like, my my quote-unquote father figure is shitting on me now to the world to america and that's another break and then he gets his opportunity to uh avenge that by being invited on the show 
which he knew, he knew, like, this is where he's, like, not crazy because he knew they were inviting him on to, like, kind of lampoon him and make fun of him. And he was, like, ready to go. And he he shows up as painted Joker. Like, he preps, he's painted Joker. He wants to be introduced as Joker. No one fucking had, like, there's Joker riots going on in the streets where people are wearing clown masks. In the city that you were filming this episode... And this guy comes on, he wants to be called Joker. He's dressed like, he's painted face like a clown. Green hair, like the mask's hair. Yeah, there was no vetting process on the, they, on the late night show with Robert De Niro. Franklin Marvin, or whatever his name is. Murray. Uh, Murray. Murray. <laughs> Murray Franklin comes up. He meets Joker face to face, and he's like, what's with the paint? Like, they yeah. don't give a fuck. I think it's funny, like... He's as, like, ah, it'll be good. As Joker's getting into his whole, like, little spiel on the, on the show... Murray's like still antagonizing him, like, <laughs> like you see what you did out there, like you're causing, all, like you're talking to this psycho person and like yeah. pissing him off more, like dude, like, yeah, you better, what, ch- like, you what are you thinking right now? <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool, like that whole scene, like you said, he, he's basically been waiting his whole life for this, and there were scenes earlier where he was practicing, like watching tape on how people enter mm-hmm. the show, yeah, and he, he's trying to mimic people who used to do it before him and then when the time actually comes he just does something completely different which tells you right then and there like his whole plan when he was practicing how to do this was you know standard like hey wave to the crowd shake everybody's hand and then he was planning on killing himself on Mm -hmm. the show yep and as soon as he came out that's when I, I told you, like, I'm, I'm not sure if he's going to do anything crazy to Robert De Niro's character. That's when I was like, oh, boy, I think something's going to go down here. Because everything was different from the way he practiced it. His intro, he was just he completely dancing, did a little spin, <laughs> nice. walks up, kisses yeah. the, the old doctor woman <laughs> right awesome. on the lips. I was laughing like out loud seconds. for a long <laughs> yeah, time. a long kiss. <laughs> uh, and that. just sat down all cool, calm, collected, wasn't nervous at all. That was when I was like, oh boy, like something's going to go down here that I'm not prepared for. So I really good job of, again, like doing the complete yeah. opposite of yeah. what he was practicing. You picked up on a lot there. Cause Do you, I didn't going that. back to like his delusion stuff, you think he was actually that smooth coming out, like doing the spins and everything? Or like do you think was, he was, you think that was... I feel like that was real. I think he was free from the delusions once okay. he... The camera hit. Once... I would say the, the stair scene, like the dancing like on the, the stairs. Okay, I feel like after that, everything he was free from everything in his head, and now this is him now. Like yeah. he's just a, a, a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's embracing it. And like, that's really cool that you picked up on like how he did the practice tonight show intro, watching people do it, and he practiced, and that's what you thought he was going to do. And then I didn't even realize, like, he didn't do anything he practiced. Like, I knew, but I didn't, like, put it together that he did nothing he practiced. So that should have, like, been the lead into, you know, he's not going to go through with anything yeah. that you think he's going through. I just assumed he wasn't going to kill himself because they need a sequel. Nowadays, like, that that's the only reason I was like, he can't kill himself. Would have been fucking sick if he did, yeah. in a way. Um but. I thought uh, if he did kill himself, it could have they could have gone in a different direction where like he wasn't the actual Joker, but he inspired one. Yeah. But then you would lose Phoenix as Joker, so that would True. suck. That wouldn't work. True. Yeah. I get, yeah. Because building such a great story behind one man, 
I mean, the message is cool, and, like, if someone picked up on the message, which um, all of Gotham did, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I guess then he's on the talk show with Robert De Niro, um, and he gives, like, a, a monologue about, like, basically society sucking mm-hmm. ass, and I don't remember, like, exact parts of it, but... It's another one that I tried looking up. Yeah, I, I, I found that one. Did you, did you? find it? No. Yeah, he basically says, like, um, like regarding the Wall Street people, he's like, if that was me, you just walk over me. Um, Yeah. Just, yeah, basically, like, you wouldn't care if it was me. Because he admits to killing. The whole city's looking for who this clown was, and he finally admits that this is me in front of the entire world. I was the one that did it, and Murray doesn't believe him at first. At first, yeah. And then he starts talking about, yeah, the... Society looks down on me and doesn't just care. Makes it real again, where people. I mean, you know that in media today, like people say that, like you care about these these people, not these people, whatever. Um, and then he, I gotta bring up the knock knock joke. That was hilarious. I like was actually laughing. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it wasn't funny. What in what reality? But like I was laughing. Like an anti joke. You know what they're? Yeah, they're, they're like, like big, like five years. I remember kids were sitting at school like all the time. Like, yeah, those dark jokes that made no sense. Like that's what it was. I was dying. I don't want to say it because if you do see it, it'll be funnier. Yeah, but yeah. I, I was cracking up and I knew I wasn't supposed to because I couldn't hear anyone else giggle. And even these, like the dudes behind us, would laugh at un- inappropriate scenes. Like when he would dance, when he would be actually crazy, and you're supposed to kind of feel bad for him. I could hear like guys behind like us snickering. laughing. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what yeah. a douche. And uh, like I didn't hear them laugh at that, and I was like, oh shit, I definitely shouldn't be laughing right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he does the monologue about how society's, you know, shit fucked. They don't care about each other. It's just you care about certain things, and then he fucking shoots Murray, yeah. right in the face, like. Yeah. He has, an, he has an epic line before that, too. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was pretty good. He gave him a knock-knock joke, and then... Yeah, yeah he basically he, gave him a knock-knock yeah. joke. He's like, you think that's funny? And he was... What did he say? He's like, like, if you cross a mentally deranged person like myself, like, this is what you get or something like that, and, and then just, that's when he... He shoots him really quick. He just, like, yep. out of nowhere. And then he, yeah. like... Is that the part where he also, like, holds it up to his head for a second and drops it? Does he do that, or is that just in my head? I don't think he... Like, he I pops He shoots Murray. him again. He, he sits, shoots he, Murray. Oh, he does okay. throw it. He yeah. shoots him, sits there for, like, a few seconds, gets up, Stands shoots up, him again, again, and then throws. Does he throw. ever, like, go like this and be like... Or was that before? I don't think he did that. Wasn't that before when he shoots the wall? Maybe? Yeah, that's when okay. he shot the wall. All right, so yeah, yeah. never mind then. Um, and then he, like, gets in the camera. <laughs> did you notice his little, like... Dance as he walks over know, to the maybe. camera. He, he also walks again. He like he, he goes like this and he walks. He over. does nothing so to funny. the two guests on the couch next to him. Nothing to the audience. He just does it to the people who deserve, quote unquote, deserve it. Which is, you know, at least a saving grace, like a mm-hmm. slight moral compass. Like I think you said, he has a slight moral compass. Like he didn't kill the small person. He didn't kill um. Uh, the guests on the Murray show. His um, fake girlfriend. His fake girlfriend. His fake girlfriend. Yeah, he probably didn't likely, kill. Yeah. Um, at the end, he kills someone where maybe you're kind of like, maybe there is no moral compass. But yeah. um, So after he kills Murray. I like when he goes up to the camera after he kills him. Yeah. It, kind of, it reminded me of, is it Dark Knight when, uh, doesn't Joker go in like, into a TV camera in Dark yeah. Knight he's at on one the point. News. He's on the yeah, news. he's like on the news. It kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, I wonder he, if that was a he nod. Takes the camera and like shows the f- 
Is that the one where he shows the fake Batmans? Yeah. And yeah. Like, Look at and they, yeah. Don't they cut them off too? Like on yeah, live TV? So. Yeah, it was kind of. I feel like so that was a nod to that. Yeah. yeah, it might have been. I like how he, he went up and because Murray ends every show with yeah, saying yeah. that's that's life. That's life, yeah. And that's, and yeah. that's when they cut them all, right? They it's cut like, them that's... off. And remember, that's. And then they, they cut them, them all. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. Um, so after that, they basically. I get, do they cut to him in the uh, Arkham Asylum right away? No, no so he's so, in the cop car, right? Okay, that, okay that's what It's I, the yeah. best cut scene. I mean, I, music in this yeah, movie is phenomenal. Yeah. And <clears throat> obviously the stair scene was really great. We've mm-hmm. been harping on that. But this is, I think, if it's not the best, it's definitely the second best in the movie where they cut to him in the cop car with... We, we haven't really talked about specifically how he's basically created a movement inadvertently yeah, we should probably touch on that. which you know the whole city is just uh boiling itself the thomas wayne making comments about you know how the poor are clowns and then everyone mm-hmm. starts to identify as clowns you know trying to defend yep. the killer on the subway and and he's looking around like i did this there are protests all this going on and when he does this you expect like people to be scared but instead the cut scene they start playing white room by cream and he's going through the city in a cop car and the city is literally burning with all the clown people basically running the show mm-hmm. and yeah, he's looking around like smiling like i did this which is such a cool scene and talk about nods like i feel like that scene with him looking out the window in the cop car is a nod mm-hmm. to the Dark Knight, yeah, which is what you know Heath Ledger was doing in the cop car. So that was right up there with best scene in the movie for me. I also heard there's another nod to Dark Knight. Um, very soon after, <clears throat> so the cop car is driving, and then he gets T-boned by an ambulance. Perfect timing. Been, yeah, that's the hell. That's <laughs> okay. Another bad. DSX Machia. Another, yeah, yeah. Cool. another scene where I'm like, like th- what? so he. He knew he was coming, that like so, he was trying to free him, or he was they, a speeding. They took like, an ambulance. Two clown yeah. uh, riders took an ambulance, drove it on the perfect <laughs> side street that would perfectly at the same time hit the cop car that had Joker in it, and not kill him, even though they basically T-boned right in the middle of the car. <laughs> I guess they were hoping they didn't kill him, or they didn't give a fuck, or it was a complete accident. Yeah, yeah, that's I what don't I... don't know. Maybe was it was kind a of actual like it accident. Seemed, it did seem like it was targeted. Yeah, because yeah. then they drag yeah. him out. So like the they knew cl- what they were doing. The clowns T-bone the cop car. They drag unconscious, unconscious at the time, Joker. Sorry, that's a hard word for me. Uh, they drag him out of the car. They put him on the hood of the cop car or the trunk, one or the other. And they kind of like give him time to like rise. <laughs> <Come> to. <laughs> like, yeah. They don't really smack him around like, hey, let's wake up. I need you. Like They're like, hey, take your time, boss. Like, And then like a crowd of clown rioters are like building around this jesus-esque very jesus very jesus-esque joker just laying on a car um he rises i think one of the coolest parts in the movie digs his fingers into his bloody fucked up mouth and then swipes to the left and right of his lips onto his cheeks so the blood's all makes a bloody Joker smile, which apparently could be a nod to Heath Ledger Joker because he had the mm, scars. scars. Yeah. Um, 
That was fucking sick. That was pretty epic. I was like, great. holy shit. Like, that's a great... That, that's... But I'm saying, like, the scene from when the the Clapton song starts to that part yeah. where he looks... He does that and then looks out onto the huge crowd of fans slash rioters. Rioters, yeah. I mean, that's what it was all for. Yeah. Like, that's what the whole movie was leading to. And... I, I kept ner- being nervous in my head as we we're watching, like, I'm going to be let down. Like, mm-hmm. at at the whole, at the tip of the, you know, movie, I feel like I'm going to be let down, and I was not. Yeah. I thought that that was brilliantly done Absolutely. and could not be more excited to watch it again. Does he dance on the cow car? I can't remember. Or does he just kind of turn around kind of put his arms up? basks in it? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember him specific. He might have, but I don't remember. That'd be um, kind of funny if you just started breaking it down. And then, <laughs> I guess there's two more big scenes. The next scene, or it, this could happen, like, in intertwined with what I just described. I don't remember exactly, but they show the Wayne family leaving the theater. And I loved how they took this, because traditionally, at least 89 <laughs> Batman, and I'm not sure about Dark Knight, but I know 89 Batman Joker kills the Waynes. Dark Knight, I don't remember if they even allude to it. I don't remember either, actually. I think, I think they, they they do in the in the first one. It's like Batman Begins during the cr- like during the beginning credits, kind of isn't it? I think, it's, I think like, it's like a street tough. Okay, yeah. so it's just like yeah, it's just like a rat. random. It's either tough, a street yeah. tough or it had to do with uh, Liam Neeson's group, but I, <laughs> I don't remember yeah. specifically. It's part of bad memory um, by me. I know I don't remember either at all. Um, but in this one, so they take a Joker. <laughs> enthusiast rider like a dude in the mask um who's clearly engaged in joker's rhetoric and since bruce wayne met joker at this point um they walk down i believe it's called crime alley don't walk down crime alley (laughs) are you serious yeah i'm pretty sure it's called crime alley (laughs) the street next to the theater yes I get you. <laughs> you have nowhere to go. Okay, fine. There's riders on the street. Most of them probably hate Thomas Wayne at this point because he's like the, you know, opposite of Joker, and that's what these people are. Um, but don't walk down Crime Alley. <laughs> don't walk down an alley. Be on a street. That's where true. At least more. Pe- Even if Joker riders can see you, at least someone's seeing you. Um, and the guy follow. He says something. I don't remember. Like Thomas Wayne, like. It's time to like get you like something. Yeah, it was like you deserve this or something. It's kind of like similar to what he said on the show, I think. Yeah, yeah. and then they do the classic: shoot Thomas Wayne, shoot uh, Mrs. Wayne, the beads, the pearls, fall. So good, love that. It's never been done better than the '89 Batman. I still think that's the best, um, because that was actually Joker. I kind of like that better because then he has a real (laughs) vendetta against Joker. Like this is the guy. But it's still cool because this is a guy whose ideology got my parents killed. Yeah. Um, I thought that was cool. Did you think that was necessary? Did you think they should have avoided any Batman totally? Or, like, were you okay with it? Didn't bother you? I thought it was cool. I mean, it fit. fit. I feel, it didn't feel out of place. Yeah. Um, I think I agree. It would have been cool if Joker did it. But maybe Bruce thinks that was Joker like in the future like how would he know you know as a kid yeah but it gives him a real reason to hate him I think I said that on the car I was like wow they did a good job of making it so that they both would hate each other like they really spelled it out yeah because he thinks his 
dad was mm -hmm. his dad, you know, like all that shit. They fucked his mom over by, not fucked her, she was crazy. Yeah. They like let was... her go, you know. <laughs> but yeah, like Joker has the hate and now Batman has the hate. Yeah. So they have the double actual best hero and villain. And I wonder if Bruce realized, um, like when he did the whole hand thing in his mouth, like does he realize that's Joker? Like, I don't know. At that moment, like, you mean? Like, later on, like, after all this goes like down, like, adult. oh, shit, like, that was Joker. I think so. Yeah. I think when he becomes Batman, he'll know that's the guy who visited. I would hope they, they would, you know, bring that together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I was not, during the movie, I was hoping they did not show uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne dying because I, I was nervous that they would mess that up too. Mm -hmm. Um... I don't think that it's one of those deals where I was saying earlier, like now that I've had a lot of time to like marinate, um, I think they did do a great job just for basically everything you guys were saying. Like there's a lot they can go, you know, places they can go with that. And um, they did it to a T like you're supposed to do. If you're going to kill Thomas and Martha Wayne, yeah, you're not doing it where you're rewriting history. They did it by the book, which I think a lot of people enjoyed. Um, so, I, I, again, was nervous. As soon as I saw Thomas Wayne in the movie, I was like, shit. Yeah. Like, this sucks. I thought they were going to rewrite history where they had Joker kill him in that uh, show that they were watching earlier mm -hmm. where he, like, broke into the show as a butler yep. or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like I was John like, Wilkes Booth. Yeah, that. John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what was going to happen, too. And I was nervous, like, oh, my God, this is going to be terrible. But uh, they didn't. They held true. And the more I think about it, the more I'm happy with mm -hmm. the way it played out because it just fits. Yeah. Like it society fit. killed them. Yeah. Just like society put, you know, Joker to blame. So Bruce Wayne could look in the mirror if he wants to blame someone for his parents' death. True. Um, when you really get deep with it. So Yeah. That is yeah, that's interesting. Um so that was basically the movie. There is one final just quick scene where they cut to Arkham Asylum. He's talking to, like, I guess a psychiatrist, like a nurse, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, I, I don't even remember what they're talking about at this point because I'm, like, I'm still, like, in my head watching the movie, still, like, thinking of how epic the, the bulk of the movie was. Um, once he's in Arkham Asylum, you know it's about to wrap up, but he ends up... I, do you guys remember what he talks about specifically? If not, I'll just keep going. But she's asking him like how he feels, and I think he says like you wouldn't get it. And yeah, like yeah. She, he starts laughing. Dark. Yeah, and he's like, I'm thinking of a joke, but you want to get it. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like supposed to represent the person earlier in the movie that would like talk with him. His social mm -hmm. worker, you know, every week would talk with him, and eventually he tells her like you're not listening to me. Yeah, which is crazy. In too. this case. He gets to murder the person yeah. who's not yeah. listening to him. So. Which they don't show the murder, but they show him walking out of the room, going down a hallway with like a white floor. He's in his white jumpsuit, white shoes, and red footprints yeah, just walking cool. down the hallway. I was like, that's perfect because he yeah. didn't need to show it. Yeah. Alluding to it's actually a lot more impactful. As um, as the song "That's Life" from Frank Sinatra yeah, is playing, yeah. which again, perfect. music in this movie is phenomenal. Yeah. Like it's a serious scene. He just murdered someone. And they're playing That's Life, which is a, you know, 
pretty yeah, good, like kind of upbeat song. Oh, I'm a yeah. down and out. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like more like yeah, just a. It's it puts you through you know some mental mental hoops, and I like that. Um, and then he starts running from people. Like, yeah, like ends on a ha- <laughs> yeah, ends yeah. on a funny yeah Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's forth. exactly like, yeah Scooby Doo. Because he turns right at the end of the hallway, so you see him walk, and then you see an Arkham like guard, guard whatever, run yeah. after him, and then you see them run the opposite way. I don't remember which way, but they both run the other way. And then I was wondering, which I think I'm wrong, but. Did Joker chase the guard the other way? You guys said no, probably yeah, not. I, I think but that would have been pretty funny. funny. Like if he found like a scalpel like on a tray <laughs> yeah. table or something, and yeah. he chased the guard the other way. Um, so that was like a, a pretty cool ending. I yeah. thought it was pretty good. How long after like, you know, he gets on top of that cop car and put, does a smile thing, how long after that was yeah. when he got captured? Like do you think he got captured right away? Was that years later? Was that like, like this was within the month. I would feel like that scene where he's talking to the woman at Arkham with was within okay. weeks to a month. Yeah, because I think he, I could be wrong, but his face looked pretty banged up, if okay. I remember. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember, uh, remember like, either. Maybe not like black eyes, but like, but just like healing, it looked like he'd been through some healing. shit. Yeah. Mm. So I, I took it as like a month. Yeah, okay. yeah I within the amount of time like, where they... Like quick, pretty quick. They're not yeah. too scared of him because obviously just one person in a room with him by themselves, <laughs> like... True, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, he, if he's like murdering people and everything, every yeah. time he talks to somebody. So, like, I feel like it was pretty soon after where they're still still not sure about this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. It was so. a perfect way to end the movie. I mean, oh, such a serious, dark, dark movie so ends dark. on a comedic note mm-hmm. like that. It was just, it leaves you satisfied and smiling. <laughs> he always left me satisfied and smiling. <laughs> um, I told everyone that asked me about it, I was like going to the movie with like a happy thought, like Peter Pan style, like how you fly in Peter Pan is happy thoughts. Like before you see this movie, have like a good, don't go into this movie on a shitty day. Because yeah, yeah. it's fucking, like I left and I felt like, I don't know, man. It was like depressing. Yeah, Not depressing, the, yeah, but yeah. like. Just sad. It lingered yeah. a little bit. You know what I mean? It was an awesome movie. I recommend it to anybody, like. Anybody who likes movies, if you don't like gore, that would be the only thing I would say. Don't see it. And I don't even think there's that much gore. It's not that much, but it is like it was just unsettling gore. Yeah, like, it, it was it like really well. yeah, like yeah. if you don't like gore, this is the type of gore where I want you to say just violence. Yeah, like, violence. Yeah, it's not okay, maybe not gore. unsettling. Like the one uh, yeah. scissors in the neck was pretty gory, yeah. but the others was just shootings. Yeah, but that's un- unsettling to some people. But that would be it. Otherwise, I would say absolutely see it. Um, I think it's one of the it. It's got to be one of the best movies of the year so far. Uh, it's, I agree. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, can a comic book movie win a shit ton? Of, can he win an Oscar for this? Like, I say yes. Happen? I'm biased. I mean, well, I don't watch these stupid. No, I don't like French films that the yeah. Academy <laughs> holds on a pedestal. The like water, they, what, the woman who falls with like a mermaid. Yeah, man. Shape of Water. Yeah, like that's that. garbage. <laughs> like goddamn break. This is a movie that has everything, and and I feel like it's going to be blackballed because of the fact that they don't want to promote. Like the reason people are are scared of this movie is because someone goes into it on a bad day, sees Mm -hmm. themselves on the screen as Arthur Fleck, and sees the glory gets the glory everything for for killing people. So it'd be strange. It'll be interesting to see how they play it. At the bare minimum, I think Joaquin Phoenix deserves. Something, something, dude. Um, he clearly got into the role perfectly. Uh, just thinking about all the 
like the the dance, the technical dancing stuff, the the laughing the way he did because oh, he had a condition. God, what a laugh! Yeah. Uh, we didn't even talk about that. Practice that. I liked his running. His running. It always yeah, looked like he had like, clown shoes on, yeah. even when he didn't. Yeah, like, he, he was like, like couldn't. He's so like awkward when he ran. Steps, yeah, yeah. Like everything looks like he had been playing this role for years, mm-hmm. practicing. Yeah, you're right. So like it almost looked like he was crazy enough to be. Yeah. So he deserves something. The the film itself, I think, is... I, I love so many things about it. Yeah. But I don't think that they will I don't think do they it. will. I want to watch it again, too, just to, like... Because, you know, you watch any movie once, and you're like, holy shit, that was great or shit. I can't remember the last time I felt like this, though. But I get your point. True. But, like, you know, I've seen movies Recent where I'm lives. like, this is awesome. And then two years later, I watch yeah, it like, back, yeah, and I'm like, what the shitty. fuck was I thinking? I was just happy to see something new. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's going to do that. Um, I also wanted to say, um, oh fuck, what the hell did I want to say? Laugh. Oh, the Phil laugh. Brought that yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the laugh, we didn't even really talk about it, but I thought that was super cool because Joker, from my knowledge of Joker's origin, is kind of like a chemical accident, mm-hmm. and that kind of fucks him up and makes him into this lunatic. But this dude's born with this. Uh, mental thing that makes him laugh when he's not really supposed to laugh. I don't laugh. think he was born with it. They kind of alluded oh. like he got beat by Beats his, into it. Like stepdad, his stepdad or whatever. Beat, yeah. And like him. gave him and that gave him the, the laughing condition. That's a real thing. The condition. Too. Oh no, yeah, I know. That's... And I thought that was really interesting because he laughs at the wrong times yeah. when you would feel uncomfortable with someone laughing and it was perfect because that's what Joker does. He's He finds humor in the darkest things in life. And this guy already had that in him mm-hmm. uh, from you know a young age, uh, that was that was really cool because they didn't need to go into chemical problems, you know yeah, whatever yeah. they they did like Super, a realistic like real, yeah. a real a real guy becomes something and I, that was really cool so I just wanted to mention that I enjoyed and he hands that, that card out to people yeah the car was a nice touch that's awesome yeah. yeah the I'd say him in the scenes where he was trying not to laugh but was laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was almost as uncomfortable as seeing him murder people in cold blood mm-hmm. because you felt for him in that moment, like, please, like, just get over yeah, it. Get he's over like, it. Get he's over like it. choking on him. Yeah, yeah, he was like choking, yeah. almost almost crying. He's like trying to wave his hand, like, yeah, no, I don't mean I don't it. Mean like, I this. Yeah. I'm getting, like, secondhand, like, embarrassment oh, right yeah, now yeah, thinking yeah, about it. Like, that is terrible to watch. And, you know, they... The fact that they did that was a perfect, Genius. yeah, absolutely perfect. Uh, I mean, that goes back to the even feeling bad for him. Like, that makes you feel for him still because you're like, God damn, he can't even control half this shit. Um, but the, do you have any other things specifically about the movie you want to mention? Or I mean, overall, it was really good. Um, I've been reading, I'm doing some Googling about, like, fan theories and stuff. Yeah. And one that I hate is that he like imagined it all or something mm, or he dreamed that. it. No. I was like, that's so such a tired such take. A lazy, such a lazy take. I hate that when people say that. Yeah. But uh there were a couple parts like we already talked about there. He's like delusional. I like that take where like twenty percent of the movie is kinda like it really happened, but he didn't see it as it really Maybe was. Because yeah. the one part I forgot to mention, when he shoots the guys on the on the subway. Yeah. I was counting how many bullets he shot. He shot over six. Yeah, so I don't more, know. Way more than six. Yeah, shout out to Eric Fournier. He brought this up to me too. Uh, 
But, okay, how many did he shoot? He shot know? over six. It was okay. like eight. Because I think there are also there, eight. There are eight shooters, shooters. but, yeah. But, but I, still, I that's an interesting six, fact. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, like, unloading. Yeah. Like, as if there are infinite bullets. Yeah. I mean, he shot, like, four, I think, into the guy at the steps. Mm-hmm. He shot three in the subway, and then at maybe least. Like four into the guy at the end. Like, he just kept click shooting until it clicked. So he shot one guy in the head, second guy tw- two in the chest, and then a fourth shot in the hamstring of the guy running away. And then he buried that guy. Yeah. So I wonder how many. Maybe I mean, it was like, eight. It was definitely okay. Maybe it was eight then. Okay. I mean, either way, that's still a good point. Like yeah. maybe. And like, it, is it even a detail? They maybe they just didn't think anything yeah. of it. Like, maybe. oh man, it could have like, been a six shooter, yeah, and yeah. they they're like showing you, yeah, he's yeah. delusional. Like, who knows what maybe. the fuck really yeah, yeah. happened? I'd have to watch it again then to see. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be an interesting thing to look for if they did present it as a six shooter. Maybe that definitely goes to that theory. Like, this yeah. is him thinking yeah. the way. That'd be, also, that is interesting. Another thing, um, when he's going through the adoption papers or whatever, he turns the photo over, and it says something like, you have pretty eyes or something. T.W., did you catch that? No. No, I did not. You didn't see that part? Is this an Eric Fournier No, no, I, I know it's this one, too. Uh, I should, should take his last name out. Is this an <laughs> Eric Heater? <laughs> and uh, when he gets the file in the Arkham Hospital, and he's like reading through everything, there's a picture of, I think it's his mom, and he flips it over on the back. It says, you have pretty eyes or a nice smile or something, TW. Do you think, I mean, Like I maybe she that. wrote that. Like Either I, she could have wrote it or maybe he was. Or maybe he was being flirting nice. with her. Yeah, yeah, like he was yeah. just being a nice guy back But there's a little in detail day. in there. You'll, you'll have to watch it again. That's interesting, actually, because maybe they did do something. Yeah, because they could go a million ways with that. Like, yeah. She could have written it. Yeah. He could have just been Which, flirting with her. if it was in her file, actually, that yeah. might be. Be because I mean she did a lot of crazy shit. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean she wrote a letter to Thomas Wayne about that's true. Arthur being the son. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if the handwriting even matches up. Like if they went that deep into it. And, but okay, uh, just really quick, did she have an a child of her own that didn't live long, and then she adopted Arthur? Is that what happened? Because like I vaguely like in my head put that together. Like she had a kid that didn't live to like be. Uh, an adult obviously um and then adopted arthur in like place of her previous child was that what happened or what did i just make that shit up <laughs> i don't know i thought she had a biological child as previous i don't i don't remember, remember that part maybe i made movie. that up because like for some reason because like what made her <laughs> want to well, have a first off child. qualified to have a child but yeah. adopt a child i mean because like i feel like they're stringent rules so if she had a child previous i thought it would be like simpler mm-hmm. but um yeah i don't remember i don't remember exactly i think he might have said that like the wayne foundation like helped her okay that makes sense deal with all that um i guess a couple unless you guys have more things i just had like a couple wrap up i mean i going into it i i went in completely blind not knowing anything about it. that's why i was saying like thomas wayne may not even be or Mm-hmm. nothing there yeah. so it's so blind to the fact that i wasn't even sure if this was even going to be in gotham um yeah but obviously i loved the way it panned out and i thought they did a great job of making gotham the perfect like secondary character like they did in the uh christian bale batman movies because it is such a major part of the movie 
when you're not even really paying attention to it. And I think that's a perfect, uh, when that happens, it, it means that they have the perfect setting. So Gotham itself looked great. I love the drone shots, like the slow drone shots of like super high up. Okay. Dark Knight did it. Dark Knight Rises did it. This movie did it. It's like so cool to see the city, but also just the city itself being like scummy. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, can be very rich and the people yeah. are trash. And then some yeah, people yeah. are really rich. It's like uneven. that just in the background, I thought played perfectly for what they were obviously trying to get at. So Gotham itself, give give Gotham a, a Oscar. <laughs> an Oscar or whatever. Yeah, what's the what's Oscar. the secondary character Oscar? Give him that one. <laughs> yeah. Supporting actor. Supporting actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Gotham for, City, yeah. which yeah. is New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect think, setting. Um, yeah, like you, I went in pretty blind, um, and I, I did like the the real feel of Gotham. And like you were saying, like it's a shitty city and everything. It was kind of interesting. I watched something where the director, like they use a lot of CGI to add extra buildings. So it looked like you were kind of trapped yeah. inside the city, which I thought was pretty cool too. Yeah. So they definitely did a good job of making it a character, like you said. Um, have you guys ever seen like Rob Zombie movies? I saw, I mean, probably not. Like Halloween. Mentioned. I saw Halloween. Yeah. House of or Thousand Corpses. Like, he makes a world where you're like, I would never want to live in. Like, if I take Halloween, for example, like the family at the beginning, like living the inside of the house, is like trash and yeah. deplorable. The dad's a piece of shit. The mom's like kind of just getting by. Like, it's like you feel uncomfortable watching because you're like, I don't want to ever live in that kind of world. And that's what I think Gotham did is like, at least from Joker's perspective of the world, obviously not the Waynes and stuff. But Joker, where Joker lives, I was just like, oh, man, like, yeah. this poor guy. This like sucks, yeah. Like, oh, dude, his life, yeah, his life sucks. Like, his job sucks. He liked it, though, which is fine. But then he comes home, and, like, he it sucks. And it's Shitty just like he's trapped. Like yeah. you said, with all the CG buildings, it felt, like, so constrictive, and you're trapped, and there's just no fucking yeah. escape. And that is why it made a great secondary character to the movie. Yeah, I was happy. I was very happy that... Obviously, you find out pretty quickly. It's Gotham, and as soon as the movie yeah. started, I was like, "All right, go!" Like, yeah. I'm, I'm happy I'm because in, I didn't yeah. want to have to learn about another city. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess two more things, and then we can wrap it up. Unless you guys have other things to add, um, what, what if anything, do you want moving forward? Do you want Joker sequel? Do you want a Batman Joker movie? Do you want just a Batman movie? Do you want this movie to never be brought up again? And Cinema history, and this is it. This was the Joker movie. Now let's move on to new Jokers, new franchises. Like, what do you? I think I want it to just be a standalone. Mm -hmm. I think it worked really well as a standalone. And if they do do sequels, like I don't want it to be about Batman. I want it to be continue with Joker. Because I mean, if you think about it, uh, Phoenix doesn't play like Joker for mm -hmm. much of the movie because yeah. it's all about him transforming into Joker. True. So I want to see as much of him as Joker as I can because it, it was incredible when he actually turns into Joker and his acting and everything. So if they do make more sequels. I want it to be more from Joker's perspective, which I think would be interesting too because yeah. I don't really need more Batman right now, honestly, yeah. <laughs> so much. I agree with what you're saying, kind of Batman fatigued, um, but he, that is my favorite superhero 
Same. comic. So um, I would like to see if they left it alone. I'm still a pig in shit, but uh, <laughs> I would like to see a second movie, basically a trilogy, just like the Dark Knight. Okay. And the second movie is more of the Joker becoming who he is, more, you know, him getting like he's obviously got to get out of Arkham. So yeah. how does he do that? How does he develop, you know, a crew or however, some sort of they ha- they have a whole movie in my opinion to to get him to the level where he's able to battle Batman. That also gives. Bruce Wayne enough time to grow up mm-hmm. to where a third movie you would introduce Batman and at the end of the trilogy Batman murders Joker. That's what I would like to yeah, see because Bat have to kill him right. You have to yeah. in and this, in, this, in this world yeah. because this is a Batman world that they've created where murder happens yes. like you see it and Batman should murder him and mm-hmm. I feel like that would be very just soothing would be such a in good the third trilogy. like yeah. that's how you end the trilogy that's a great they could even like take it because if this is theoretically 81 according to what i read online you could go like the next decade and do a 90s joker becoming of age almost quote unquote like okay he's been doing it for x amount of years he's been out like now it's the 90s you can show 90s like people love nostalgia mm-hmm. i think that would be pretty cool and then the next one you could do like early 2000s 2010s whatever that's actually a great idea. Like, show Joker getting his crew. Um, I, I did see that, like, when he's on the elevator at Arkham, there's, like, a question mark on the wall, and they're like, oh, Riddler's there, too. Like, oh, I didn't know. Which that. is yeah. whatever. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of Easter eggs like that, but that would be cool. Like, he meets, like, other cats. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, but, yeah, I, I think um, I'm with you on that. Like, a trilogy, either do a trilogy, some kind of... N- Next movie should just be focused on Joker. Maybe allude to what Batman's doing, yeah. Bruce Wayne's doing. Like maybe he's in his, you know, maybe he met Ra's al Ghul or whatever, and he's training. Shouldn't be the focus of the movie. It should be just about as much as they put him in this one. Like, here's what he's off doing, and maybe Joker's watching it on TV or something, and he throws fucking something at the TV. Um, but yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. And then they come together in a, tr- a third movie. Yeah, I like that idea. I like that yeah. a lot. Or it just leave makes it. Makes sense. Yeah. Just leave it. Yeah. Don't do like some crazy next Batman Joker. Like, they don't need to do that. I hope DC's smart enough to realize that, that they can take it slow and do things right. I also, again, wouldn't hate if they left it alone, but you're wasting a perfect character. Yeah. A perfect yeah. actor. True. He's got America behind him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one liked Jared Leto. Like, I feel like two True. or three people on Twitter hated Jared Leto, so now America hates everyone Jared Leto. Um, and everyone likes Joaquin Phoenix, so yeah. why would you waste that? It's True. like gold. But you don't want to squander it either. That's no, the problem. Exactly. And that's the problem with the comic book industry is what they do. Yeah. They squander talent. And Avengers and Avengers milked that cow till it's fucking yeah. dry. And they're though. still selling like I, I stopped. I haven't even seen the final Avengers movie because I'm just like, do I give a fuck? No, I do. I care I if they. Care. I, mean, I just see the superheroes. I, I watch the ones I like, like Spider Man. That's pretty. I don't. Spider Man's doing a good job. I think he's yeah. doing like a very similar to what uh, the Christian Bale Batman's did. He like brought it back to like what the fans kind of mm-hmm. want to see out of it. I mean, it's the fucking third one in the past twenty years. First, third reboot. Yeah. But I guess Batman's going to do the same thing because Robert Pattinson. 
uh, the vampire guy. Yeah. I wonder if he would be the Batman for a, this so, world. Oh, like, yeah, I, that's the other I, thing. I, I don't know. know if they're going to cross it over. I have no idea. Because they'd have to have the right Batman, alone. too, to complement another good I think he'd be good, good because I do think he is very... Artsy. Yeah, he's artsy like Joaquin was. Um, so, I don't know. That could be really interesting. Um, final thing for me, and then if you guys need to add... Uh, how do you rank your jokers? Um, I feel like Drew, you can go first on this one. Yeah, I can go first. Um, so I haven't seen like the older Joker the movies, ones but know. the ones I've seen. So number one, I have Heath Ledger. Uh, I thought Joaquin was a close second, but Oof. like I said, Yikes. I didn't like he's not Joker enough in the movie for me to True. put him at one. But I thought he was really. Like, damn good, but I don't think you can beat Heath at this point. Number three, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I said Mark Hamill, like the animated one. He's on my list. So okay, okay. Um, just like his voice and everything, and yeah. doing it animated, you can just do so many what? more things. So I have him at three. Four, I have Jack Nicholson. Specifically, I like the scene where he's uh, he like goes into the boardroom or whatever and shoots the guy, and then he's like shooting behind his back and like between his legs with like clown music in the background. <laughs> so like that's a good Joker take. And then there, I know there's a few more, but I had the last place as Jared Leto because that was just garbage. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, he was like a hipster, place. like vaping looking yeah, guy. It like, wasn't for me. Yeah, it was. It was for somebody. I guess it was but way too weird for me. me. And like his whole like method acting, doing that weird shit, and like yeah. and not translating. It didn't, it yeah, didn't it, work for Joker. I it wasn't. Think. It yeah, could it wasn't have been good. a villain, but not Joker in my opinion. Yeah, but. maybe more like Riddler. Yeah, like, he but, would, yeah, yeah, that would have actually been really good. But he was weird, so yeah, he's last. I could get behind that. Yeah. Riddler. Riddler, Jared Letter, Riddler. That'd be dope. <laughs> That'd be funny. You want Phil me to go? go? And then I'll go last. Yeah. Time. So we had a similar list. Um, I'm still keeping... I, I think Keith Ledger's hard to top. I mean, he... If, if he was in a world where, you know, they could show Joker killing people, like, mm. he'd be untouchable. I yeah. think that's what... True. Joaquin Phoenix has an advantage because he's able to be as dark as you possibly could get. I think Heath had those restraints and still dominated. Um, so, uh, and obviously him being dead, you know, subconsciously plays into it. But just, I was watching Dark Knight before, it was the Friday night before we went to go see it, just by chance it was yeah. on. And I it was the scene where, you know, he's given all the guys... Um, the details about, you know, how he wants half of their money if he's going to stop Batman. Like, he's so good. Yeah. So I can't I can't dethrone him. I have Joaquin second, um, basically, for all the stuff that we talked about today. Call it recency bias, um, maybe. But I'm just in love with the way he portrayed it with those restraints off, doing anything he could possibly want to do. He did all the right – he made all the right steps. So it, it's like when you're a championship team, you're the favorite. If you mess up, then obviously you look like an asshole. But if you do all the right things, you win the championship. He did everything perfectly that you know he, he had laid out for him. So good on him for dominating. My third was – so I, I left Mark Hamill off my list because I was just thinking um, live action. Live action. Yeah. But I enjoy Mark Hamill. 
I'm not going to lie and, and try to downplay him. My third is uh, Cesar Romero. I romanticize about the, the 60s show and, and that just because I can remember getting home from school and TV Land always had it on like right after school. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, like I had like about an hour and a half before when I had to like go to hockey and you know I would eat like my after school snack or whatever and I'd watch that. And any episode that the Joker was in, I would just like lose my mind. Yeah. So he was great. Um, I mean, completely different time, completely different setting than the the darkness. It was a uh, fun. Know, yeah, it was more silly. Yeah. Silly. Which I do like that. The then I have Nicholson. So if we want to talk about silly, I mean, I I think Caesar does a better silly than Nicholson does. I agree. Um, I think people, you know, really. That's what you say. Here. Forget. <laughs> I, I think people, I, I just haven't seen. No, I know. I, I feel I like I'll have to check them out. I'm kidding. Like, oh well, Nicholson. Oh yeah, well, you yeah, know, Nicholson. Um, but I, I, I do think that, and it may have been the fact that the director's take on Batman was just ridiculous. Um, but like that whole world, like, it's great. I'll watch those movies when they're on. But I, I think if you're talking about Joker's, I rank him fourth on the list. Um, I haven't seen the kid that plays Joker in Gotham, but I'm ranking yeah. him ahead of Jared Leto. <laughs> um, I think he's only Joker for like a minute too. It's like at the end of the series, <laughs> yeah, he turns into Joker. That's list, it. But I probably agree. With yeah. The, 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 so Jared Leto. I mean, I, like I said earlier, I think it's kind of just more of a, a meme now to make yeah, fun of him. Yeah. Uh, for him. Yeah, because he's a good actor. He's a good actor. I think his problem was he took that role like when you're watching him play Joker he looks so happy to be playing Joker yeah like hmm. i have this role no one else has this role this is me playing yeah. Joker you're and right. you could see him knowing that he's playing Joker whereas these other guys like they were just doing their thing so yeah. he just seemed more forced um, there was so much build up to that movie too where they teased yeah. Joker Ugh. he he might have had a rough you know, uh, perfect storm yeah. situation. But yeah, the right. trailer was dope for that movie. I remember when that trailer dope. came out. I was like, "Wow, this movie's gonna be sick!" Possibly then... dopest movie trailer in the past like five. Or yeah, years. it was awesome. But I, I, there was a the couple of them. They were all yeah, and the movie was yeah, horrible. crazy. Was when so they bad. previewed, someone uh, snuck their phone into Comic Con when they early screened that trailer. Yeah, and when Jared Leto's Joker, there's a scene where it's like pitch black, and he just starts laughing like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And the mm -hmm. crowd goes nuts. Like <laughs> little did they know. Little did they know. But like I feel like he had you know the odds stacked against him because he did it. He didn't. Yeah, I agree though. Yeah, it's like kind of he kind of got fucked. He got fucked pretty yeah. hard. But like. again, you could see him kind of like cocky. Like I, I yeah. know I'm Joker. And, yeah, you know, he played this is like great. a hip hop hipster. Yeah, like the whole weird. design of it his just, character was weird. It didn't fit. Yeah. It, we're not ready for it. Maybe someday we'll yeah. be ready for that kind of Joker. Just not yet, clearly, because we're enthralled with this 80s style. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll go. Nicholson is my number one. Wow. That's shocking. Let me, me just. <laughs> that is shocking. This has to be heavily nostalgic, I'm sure. The 89 Batman movie I probably watched, it's probably one of the movies I watched most in my life as a kid. Uh, that, like Beetlejuice and like a couple other random weird movies. A lot of Tim Burton. I like Tim Burton a lot. Um, I loved his Batman world. 
I loved Michael Keaton as Batman. <laughs> I love Michael Keaton. You want to get nuts? So it's like, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Come on. Um, Jack Nicholson Joker, I love. I think he plays it great. I think he's just crazy enough. He's just fun. He's like a mix of Caesar and Heath kind of in the one Joker. And I, I, I kind of like that. Um because he is goofy and he, he does play on the Joker. He tries to sell his Joker products. Like, I like that Joker. I want that Joker, like, in the media pushing his shit. Obviously, it wasn't an origin story, so he had that advantage. Um, but I, I really love that Joker. Um, he kills a guy in one scene with a, a joy buzzer on his hand. He, he shakes the guy's <laughs> yeah, hand yeah. and just lights the dude on fire. Like, come on. Come on, you can't get better than that. Um, next, I kind of have, like, a meshing of... Uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger kind of the same because you kind of said if Heath had the radar marking to do what he wanted he he could he could have done an amazing performance just similar to this uh one we were just talking about so Phoenix and Heath Ledger I think kind of complement each other very well um if I did have to give the nod I would give it give it to Heath Ledger just to be number two, if I had to pick a solid number two. I think he had the all-around... He had the advantage of it's not necessarily an origin story. He was already made. Um, and then, so number three would be Phoenix. Number four would be Mark Hamill. I think Mark Hamill is... If I picture the voice of Joker in my head, it's Mark Hamill. Um, all three Arkham games, the cartoon I watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that to me is Joker. But since it's not live action, I didn't want to put it higher than the other guys. But you do, like you said, you have the freedom to do with whatever you want with an animated or CGI type thing. So he's definitely the Joker when I think of the voice in my head. Uh, Caesar, I, th- I love him. I love the quirkiness. I love the 66 uh, or whatever, 60s-ish Batman. I didn't watch the show as much. Love the movie. That's another Batman movie I watch all the time. Um, one of my favorite scenes is when, uh, Batman asks Robin to get shark repellent because there's a shark on Batman's leg and this scene lasts like four minutes, I feel like. (laughs) And the shark's just on Batman's leg. He's hanging from like a helicopter, like ladder. So Robin has to climb back up, grab the shark repellent. There's like octopus repellent, like a bunch of eel repellent. He grabs it. It's just like a can of spray, uh, hairspray. Climbs back down. Then Robin, instead of going all the way down the Batman, wraps his legs on the ladder Leans back like this. <laughs> Leans backwards to give Batman the shark repellent. Proceeds to spray the shark. The shark falls in the water and explodes. Blows out. Yeah. <laughs> he explodes. <laughs> I told my friends about this scene. No one believed me, so I had to pull it up on YouTube like five years ago. Um, Caesar's great though because he is the he's the pure pure Joker, like comical, just crazy and loony. Um, and he refused to shave his mustache, so all of his face paints over his mustache which is hilarious (laughs) and then last but not least that piece of shit Jared Leto fuck Suicide Squad that movie's garbage Um, yeah he was terrible that movie's a mistake Um, that's all I have if you guys have final thoughts or anything else you wanted to add I'm I'm good Good. we covered it yeah I mean it it may have been a little sporadic, but I think we yeah. we definitely hit on... Like, if you've seen the movie, you definitely were able to follow along. And if you haven't seen the movie and you're somehow still listening... Uh, <laughs> go back. Go what's what's wrong with you? Don't be, listen again. Don't be, you know, hesitant to go look at it because it's it's really worth your time. Oh. Two hours well spent. Yeah. It didn't feel like two hours. That's another way I can tell a good movie. Like, yeah, it, it, you don't it, want it was to quick. Yeah. yeah. 
Like I goes by so I fast. did look at my watch just to be like, where are we? And I was like, dude, I'm loving this. And it was yeah. almost over. I'm like, holy shit! Like I'm finally looking at my watch to kind of check the time. Not because I was bored, just to kind of pace it. See where we were. So I was yeah. like, what, what's coming next? I was doing the same thing. Yeah. Please don't be close. Yeah, to like the, I kind of did. Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I avoided my phone just because of that. I didn't want to see yeah. where we were. I do that all the time. I'll yeah. check my phone to see like where we are yeah, in the like, story. What's coming up? Is but there I, a big chunk? Yeah, but I held it down for this one. Um. Yeah. So I would say this movie was fantastic. I would say. Out of all the movies I've seen this year, which isn't an extreme amount, this is one of the best ones for a couple of years. Yes, yeah, I agree. Um, so, all right. Well, thanks, thanks Frank. For right. Yeah, thanks for having guys. us. Hopefully, we can do another one soon. Absolutely. Um, all right. See you later. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June. I said that's life. That's life. And as funny as it may seem, some people get their kicks. Stopping on a dream.